conversation was going so well we had to do it again and keep it rolling episode two here we go charlie let's roll baby do you find it do you find it uh sometimes hard or at least when you were initially doing that with the kids especially like setting that um for yourself anyways because you put out a lot of stuff a lot oh, of content it? Well, it was really hard. And I'll tell you this. And this was like a turning point for me and my kids too. a huge turning point. It was Mother's Day. And in our family, in our household, holidays have never been a huge deal. Like we, and birthdays, like we don't, we don't make it a huge deal. And so Mother's Day was never really even a huge deal in our house. And it was, uh, I think during COVID, it might've been like that first Mother's Day after COVID or whatever. All I know is that my kids I didn't get like a happy mother's day until like later in the day, my daughter did send me the most beautiful text. And then they showed up at like three o'clock in the afternoon, you know, like they did show up with an orchid, but I was already kind of pissed. Cause I'm already scrolling through my social media and seeing all the moms with the breakfast in bed and the flowers and the cards and all this, you know, the brunches. And I'm sitting here at home by myself, like waiting for my kids to show up you know, baking my own breakfast, you know, all that stuff. I'm like, <laughs> How dare you, you make know, and, it every year. And, it's, and it happens every year. And every year I'm always pissed off. Right. So I remember my son walks in and he goes, is it going to be another one of those mother's day mom where you're going to be like mad? Cause we didn't like do all this stuff for you. And I looked at him and I'm like, you know what, bud? No, I'm done with it. He goes, yeah. Cause I don't understand why you have to compare us. He goes, we're here right? We love you. Like, who cares about what other people think? Like, why does it matter? Like, he always said that he goes, I don't understand why you have to post about me. Why does it matter what other people think? And, and so in that moment, I was like, and I turn him, I'm like, dude, you're right. Like, it's my own insecurity. For whatever reason, I feel like I'm not a good mom, because you guys aren't doing like cool things for me. Like, for some reason, I feel like it's my fault, you know, and then I start feeling like crap about it. And I was like, no, Amelia wrote me the most beautiful text. I'm like, you still show up with an orchid and my favorite chocolate cake. You guys are here. We're talking. We're having conversation. Like, it's the three of us together. I was like, that's what matters. That's what's important. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Like, hello. And that was, and that, and after that, I was like, God, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you, I mean, you are just, you are in the same boat as millions upon millions of people. And we can go down this rabbit hole of why exactly that story you just explained is what is the downside of social media yeah it's a constant comparison that's what causes people depression that's why they're saying you know rates of depression in young kids who have you know four or more hours of screen time a day is just skyrocketing because they are doing exactly that it goes back to the filters and everything else it's just constant yeah. comparison and they don't know how to separate that from reality yeah and it's, and it's hard there. because as adults once again we don't know how to do it either sometimes mm -hmm. and if we're trying to set yeah. an example it's really hard right oh, yeah. so sometimes it does take our kids telling us like uh like, but yeah wow, we're here yeah, I mean, I and and but they but yeah, but they were right, and it's okay to also tell your kids when they're right because that's another thing too. I think it doesn't diminish your power as a parent or your whatever. No, not at all. Like if anything, I think more and more I'm realizing how like that it's okay to do that, and if anything, my kids are re respecting me even more because I'm willing to say when I'm wrong or I'm willing to admit when I you know effed up or kind of I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we do that now, like even even though our daughter's just about to be 11, where there's the, the moments where as a parent, you're like, hey, um, my bad, I was wrong. You were right. Mm -hmm. uh, and just, you know, and 
that I'm sure you see it, you can visibly see like her reaction. Yeah. And just knowing that hey, we can we can be wrong and we're accept we're admitting it. Like how huge that is. And even for her. Like I'm sure as she gets older, there's gonna be some some times where we're not gonna want to admit the fault. But it's gonna have to happen because we like to have that relationship too. The open relationship, the conversations, um, and then not having to your point, not having to post everything all the time. Like and let her know that that's okay too. Like you don't have to post every single meal that you had. I stopped doing that. That was another conscious effort of mine too during COVID. I was like, okay, if I'm talking about mindful social media, I'm like, what I'm putting out there, is it making someone else feel badly about themselves? If it's making them feel like, you know, they don't have something that I do. And so I stopped posting food <laughs> and alcohol and restaurants. Like I did stop doing that because I found that I'm like, what am I doing? All it's doing is making someone else that might not have the opportunity to like go to a restaurant or eat like a meal like this. It's going to make them feel like shit. I was like, I don't want to be that person. So I do try to uh, minimize a lot of that. So even like if I'm at a really nice establishment, nice hotel or nice party or something, I don't know. Sometimes I don't even post it either because I don't want anyone feeling like they're missing out on something. And um, so, yeah, that's why too, with like my trips and stuff like that, sometimes I just don't, I just don't want to feel like I'm also kind of like flaunting a certain lifestyle. Not that I have this like incredible lifestyle, but it's, it's still way better than a lot of people's. And so, and I know when I see other people's fancy lifestyles, a lot of times I'm like, really? <laughs> like there's this one person I follow and she like literally everything is perfection. The, the Chanel bag, the perfect restaurant, the perfect food, the perfect everything, the perfect outfit, like everything is perfection. And Sounds exhausting. it's like, I know I was yes. thinking about my God, that must be exhausting. Like, do you get to even enjoy the moment or are you too busy planning on how perfect all your pictures versus just enjoying the experience? Yeah. And that's another thing too, is that with the travel, because I'm not posting on purpose, guess what? My phone's pretty much put away. Yeah. You're living it. You're in the like, moment. And I walk away and sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could have shared this moment or something. I'm like, go, but why? Like, I do have to question myself. Like, why do I feel like I, I should have had to like, why is it giving me anxiety? Cause I can't post this moment. And then I have to like, think about that. I was like, what to be validated because I got, no, it's like, I, because yeah, you realize psychologically, like what it does to you sometimes. So oh, yeah. it's a reminder of like Raquel, it's about being present. It's about being in the moment. It's about the experience, like nothing else. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that dopamine hit from the hundreds of likes I could get. Right. But it does. Stuff. But, but like, that's what happens is we realize that like, Oh man, this picture or this place. Oh my gosh. It'll get people, everybody talking. <laughs> so, so when to that point, like when you're telling an LO to go out there and put some content, are you just saying like, Hey, post it, forget it and just move on with your day. Um, like, how do you, how do you coach them up on that? Um, well, I don't tell them to forget it because you definitely well, not forget, you know what I mean? Like, well, stop you got to interact with comments. Yeah, stop like, refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a but, dopamine hit. Like you're at a slot machine hit and refresh. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I'm telling you, like I'm guilty of a lot of this stuff too. Um, with, what no with LOs a lot of it uh like a lot of them have their outside hobbies like they're like I have one LO that loves to mountain bike I'm always like put it like put the video like a time lapse or something like on your bike or do it like in a cool angle 
and just do something that you could just put some music to it. And there you go. It's something that like, at least it's content. It's something and people will like, oh my gosh, she's a mountain biker. And then you'll gain people that have the same kind of interest. Maybe they'll care, you know, start a conversation and then it could lead to something. But yeah, I just, yeah, I really try to get them not to overthink it. But unfortunately we all overthink it. It doesn't matter. Like I, like me, I overthink it too. Uh, and so I do try to have like some compassion and empathy for what they're what their struggles are. Cause I do understand that for me, it is easier to get in front of the camera and in front of, and do video. Like I enjoy it. I love it. And so I have to remind myself like Raquel, remember like not everybody enjoys to be in front of the camera and be, you know, total goofball and do these like crazy Instagram reels. Not everybody is, is destined to be the queen of goofiness. I know. Right. Proclaim so. yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, but look at like, for instance, Instagram just started threads, right? So threads just started yesterday. Well, guess what? Oh, yeah. In its infancy, even though it already has like, you know, 15 million users on there as of yesterday. But if you're, if you're really good at writing, like there are people, like I was never on Twitter, but you know, you, when you would see tweets, cause they would repost it on like different, some of these people, I'm like, oh my God, they're so clever. So witty. Like sometimes I'm just like, I wish I could come up with this stuff. Cause this is so good. So it's the same thing for LOs. Like if you have an act for that or, or you're really good at education, like educating people, then do it through that platform. Do it through that format where it's more of a written word as opposed to the videos. Same thing with LinkedIn, like you could do articles. So there are different ways, or like I said before, the engagement piece of it. It doesn't have, I get that video is where it's at, but it doesn't have to be video if that's not where you feel comfortable. So we've, we've touched on overposting in an indirect way quite a bit <laughs> over the like, last 20 minutes. And like, my, my biggest example is we, we all know them, we all love them, but sometimes it's a little too much. Realtors, I feel like, are the most notorious for posting on a yeah. lot of people's threads. And a lot of it is exactly what you said. It's personal life stuff on top of their business stuff. And it's always them driving their fancy car and then this is their listing. And now all of a sudden they're on the beach, but then they show themselves still working on their laptop on the beach because work never stops and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. how do you coach the overposting whenever you're working with your LOs, with people who, who have reached out to you for help? I on honestly branding. never had an issue with anyone overposting. Oh, nice. Awesome. Oh, that's good. That's so really my, good. I have the opposite problem. I'm like, freaking post something. <laughs> So yeah, that's not a problem. <laughs> so I feel like we did cover it then on like what the fine line is. You know, you want to show some of your personal life, your personal hobbies on top of what you're doing for work, but don't overdo it and cross that and show every meal, every vacation, every little thing. Like that's kind of where you line it. Yeah, I feel like if it's you were to recommend. Like, well, because not only that, like I see it as if they're posting everything that they're really, they're not appreciating the moment. They're not appreciating, like, you know what I mean? Like I also like, have enough kind of insight and I'm very intuitive and I'm like all that self-awareness. So like, I think about it in that way of like, if this person's constantly like, what is it about their life that they like, they feel like they have to do that all the time. Right. So it's like, so then it's a reminder for me too, of like, Hey, I don't want to be that person. I want to be someone that is actually experiencing the moment. And, um, you know, I get the food if you're, you know, a food blogger, or if you're a foodie or, that's your interest is cooking, doing the food and all of that. But like at some, at some time, some seriously, people can <laughs> see your half French fry on your plate. Um, if it's stories, whatever. I mean, that's the thing too, is like with stories, cause it is behind the scenes and people do stories are even kind of like more relevant than they are than the actual posts on Instagram. 
people are posting a lot of just crap on there because it's gone in 24 hours. So I don't want to be too like critical about like what you're posting on your Instagram stories. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you do what you feel comfortable with, like don't do it because you think you should be doing it. Like if you're someone that's posting all the time because you feel like you have to, then there's a problem, right? Like there are times where I don't post at all. Like if I have nothing to say, <laughs> then I don't post and I have nothing to say. And there are moments. I do have my moments. <laughs> no. Are you sure? Are you no. I mean, Seriously, I'm like, I have, I no, I've, I've had my funks, you know, where I'm kind of like, ugh, where I just, like I did a video about this last week where, cause I was, I had, was out of town and I purposely had my phone away. And then to get back on, it was like a struggle because I had enjoyed being off of the, the phone for several days. And I was like talking about how it's a real struggle of like wanting to get away from your phone, social media, especially when it's in my career and I'm on it pretty much 24 seven getting off of it, but then coming back on, it's like overwhelming. And then you feel like you missed out and you're playing catch up. And then that feeling sucks. And, but you know, so it's like that balance, but I had a ton of engagement on it because everybody could relate. Everybody could oh, relate yeah. to that. Everybody Absolutely. could relate, right? So like, so that's the thing is like, even though I really didn't have anything to say and have much content, I still it was able to turn it into content, right? Because I think that's just what I do a lot of too, is like really just being very like in the moment of like, hey, this is kind of what I'm going through in this moment. Like I did the same thing. I was at a gas station a couple months ago, I was in a real funk. I, there was a lot going on in my life. Um, a lot of heaviness. I had took everything me to get out of bed and go to work. I rolled out of bed, didn't shower, put on a baseball cap, had sweats. Luckily I can walk into work like that. I'm at the gas station. I pulled out the phone and I was like, Hey, I'm kind of having one of those moments. Like I'm okay. Like I was like, nobody worry about me. Like I'm good. I'm just in a place right now where I'm feeling a lot of stuff and I'm trying to feel, you know, and I was just like, basically it was like my therapy session. Like that's what happens too, is like when I just talk about it and then I share it to the world, like that I'm good. And it's incredible how much engagement I got on that one as well. It's usually when I'm like super just in the moment, that's when people really like connect with me because I am being vulnerable. It's I real. Am. Yeah. That's the biggest piece. You're, you're being real and, and people yeah. recognize it right so away. I'll do you that every now and it. again. Yeah. Every now and again, I'll be like, okay, it's, I'm going to have a moment. And, and I think what happens is because I have them rarely when I do have them, people like pay attention. Yeah. If it's once a week, people are going to be like, what's going on? Here? Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, yeah. It's every couple months or maybe not even, but, uh, so what I do, it's really sweet to how many people reached out to me and they're like, Hey, I know you're okay. But like, if you need anything, like you're, you give so much to us. Like this was a, a, a pretty common message that I got after that video at the gas station you give so much to us and so you always make us laugh and smile and you give and you give it's really important that you are able to receive as well and if you need anything i'm here for you or like you know appreciate you and everything you do and i understand you have your moments but you got this like it was incredible like it really um that's when you realize that like you've created a really awesome community and that's something that i'm very proud of with my linkedin very very proud of the people in my network in yeah in my sphere like it's it's I feel like linkedin it's a little more almost feels more real actually that's exactly how it feels to me anyways like versus like yeah, versus like a, a facebook like someone reaching out on facebook like listen i haven't talked to you in 20 years like i know you don't give a crap so like, like no, you're just, i don't want life insurance it's yeah, yeah i don't want life insurance let me tell you there's a lot of life insurance people on linkedin hitting me up yeah yeah 
Well, and that's like too, I don't, I purposely don't have my, the notification turn on. So like when it's my birthday, I have had it off for years on LinkedIn. Cause I'm like the people that truly know me are going to reach out and wish me a happy birthday. Cause I don't have Facebook. So nobody's getting notified. So I purposely do that because it's, it's the, it's the people that remember. People, that yeah. reach out. I don't need like the blanket happy birthday crap. Sorry. The canned message that LinkedIn provides. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that. No, yeah. but that's, but that's another thing for me like that's really important is just to kind of like you right know, hey i don't need all of your uh, happy birthday just because you know like <laughs> your linkedin community is about to take a slight hit though as, as i'm about to click the follow button oh, <laughs> it's, it's gonna go down a tiny notch <laughs> so <laughs> let me ask you this you put a lot of stuff out there and you're kind of inspiring a lot of people but like who do you follow for like inspiration or do you like, are there specific people you do or pages? Um, that is a good question. So I do have like my social media people that I follow that I love that I feel like are really genuine. And every time I reach out, they always respond and they're really good about supporting me too. And that's like Chelsea Pites. Um, a lot of people follow her cause she's in the industry and she does a lot of stuff for real estate. She's big on Instagram. Um, uh, Shannon McKinstry, she's on Instagram too. She's another one that I love, like what she does. So there are certain like social media influencers that I follow, but I love it because they do it in a way that I feel like is just very genuine. But as far as like, I will tell you this, the accounts that I love to follow that really just make me feel good. And that's another thing too, is I tell people that you have, you can control what you follow and what's in your feed, right? Like I like to have feel good stuff. So I follow all like Upworthy, Good Movement, all the um, MD Motivator, uh, Johnny Darts, all those guys that do those random acts of kindness. I mean, I'm like, other day, there was one day I did a story because I was bawling and I was like, everybody, you got to follow these accounts. They just, the humanity and they just make you feel so good. And I'm just like, um, so yeah, like I just, that's the type of content that I like to consume is like that every day, someone just helping somebody else and just showing like that there, there's good people in this world. Like that for me is, is a motivation or I follow a lot of accounts that like, um, there's one called recess therapy where it's a guy that talks to kids, like ask them the funniest questions. Um, so yeah, like those are the type of, of accounts that I like on my, on my feed and they inspire me in, in some way. And, uh, yeah, like, I like that. You ever follow uh, people of New York? They're no. on so my wife follows them and she keeps, she always tells me about these stories she reads. This guy's a great writer, but it's the same thing. It's about, um, people, people helping people, um, <laughs> or, or giving someone's life story. Someone that's now homeless in New York that used to be a go-go dancer and all oh, the hard right. times they oh, went here we through. Go. People of New York telling all 8 million stories. Okay. Yeah. It's the guy's an incredible writer. Um, but that was one that like, she'll be reading a story, just bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, what's happening. And there's like three or five pages of text. Um, well, no. And, and that's the thing is like, for me, if I'm going to be on social media, I want it to be, I want to consume content. That's going to make me feel yeah. good about the world and walk away being like, okay, keep doing what you're doing, Raquel. You can make a difference. Cause yeah, it can be daunting and it can be overwhelming. And especially someone like myself, who's going to be 48 next month. And I'm in, I'm in a space where it's when women and men half my age that do what I do, you know, social media managers and creating content. Like you, a lot of the stuff that I see of theirs, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good. And look at how the edits and the cuts and the, the quality. And then I'm doing it. And, but then I have to remind myself that I'm also older and I have more experience 
and I have, I've lived <laughs> like, you know, there's things that like, I have yeah. to remind myself of that. I, I, the value that I provide is different uh, because I can get caught up in that co competition game too. And comparing myself as well. And, um, and yeah, that's just not, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we said this last episode with where I don't think we've hit a due date on a single rap rush request. Cause we always say these are quick questions, quick answers, and they never end up being quick questions. No, it's always extended. But it's still fun to call it rapid rush requests. So first one, we ask everybody this question. Are you a, does your text message show up green or does it show up blue? Android or iPhone? Ooh, iPhone, baby. Yeah. I have a confession for Charlie, though. Um, Charlie has an Android. I do know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows. I had a dream that I had your flip Android phone. I had a dream that I was using it and it was my phone. Come on over to the dark side, bud. Never going to happen. It was a Is it, it flip? Charlie. Yeah, he, yeah, he has that one that the screen Oh, holds. the fancy flip. Like, it, I'm yeah. old, I thought, like, old school flip phone. I was no, like, he's got, no, he's no. got a razor. He's got a I razor. I want the razor because it's probably more durable, this thing. But no, yeah. this is fun. How many of those have you broken? Two. Oh, God. I'm on lucky number three. So this I has got to be it. And you, you get them insured. So, like, you just get yeah. it for free. Okay. I mean, it's a, full, it's a folding screen. You know, you're getting insurance on that one. All right. So, um, question number two I told you these are not rapid. Oh, We've already missed three due dates. <laughs> Asking for extensions here. Comps, you know, comps are a little complicated. I saw you drinking hot coffee there. So, it, or do you prefer the hot over the iced or are you an iced coffee? Which, which, I which actually one? like hot. I drink hot usually in the summer because I drink it early enough in the morning where I, I just still like to, you know, with the hot coffee. But I'll do. I'll do iced if I in like later in the day, but I prefer hot. What's the uh what's the best SoCal burrito? Oh god, you know what? I don't know because I just don't I don't do the Mexican like shops here. Like I mean, I just don't do them. I've, I've never no been to San Diego. I've heard like the taco stands and like yeah. it's some of the school, best like street tacos. Yeah, in high school we used to do cotijas in, in PB and in, in Pacific Beach. Um they had a quesadilla suprema. It was like this. I mean, it was a huge quesadilla with be. I mean, it was like a burrito quesadilla with like the sour cream and the lettuce. I mean, it had everything on there. So we used to do that in high school. But as far as now, I don't hit any of those places up. I try to eat really healthy and I try to eat at home now that my mom cooks for me every time <laughs> now that I live with her. So I don't know what I do know that in La Jolla, there's a place called the taco stand and there's always a huge line. And it's a little hole in the wall dive in uh, downtown La Jolla. And there's always a line, but I think yeah. I saw that the last time I was out there. Well, yeah, there's a burrito place that I went to in Encinitas with Joe Wilson, you know, with social coach. He, we met up um, halfway and it, I forget what the place was, but they had good burritos and it was in, in I think it was Encinitas or Carlsbad, one of those places. But yeah, I don't, I don't frequent, especially if I'm a Mexican mother, like what am I doing? I mean, you're right. She'd be very upset with you. Yeah. I just, it doesn't make sense. And like, it's like, you, you can't bring it home because she's going to be yelling at you and then she's yeah. going to make the food. She'd be like, eat mine. <laughs> yeah. I get like real authentic, you know. Yeah. Mexican food so there's no reason for me to do that so sorry sorry to disappoint you on that one but I don't know Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um do you miss the seasons now that you're out there you know what I do uh fall that's the only season <laughs> fall, fall and you fall know what? Is fantastic yeah and a little bit in spring I will admit I was out there at uh beginning of May I flew back with my daughter when she completed school 
and everything was just so lush and green and the flat. The only problem is I have really bad allergies and I forgot. And when I went out back out there in May, it was awful. So bad this year. So bad. Yeah, it It was was a really bad year. bad when I was there. I think there was one day that I took like antihistamine. I took um, Flonase. Um, I drank some wine. I took some like Benadryl. Like, and it's Give it all. Give it all. <laughs> I was just like loading up because I forgot because I've been here for almost a year now. Uh, so yeah, it was, it, it really was beautiful. And the weather, oddly enough, was like San Diego weather when I was out there in May. It was during Mother's Day that week. Yeah. It was like 70s, sunny, and then here it's been perfect. cold. So yeah, it was perfect. But fall, I do, I do miss. Football season. Oh yeah. The, those Hokies running out on the field to enter Sandman, that crazy intro I mean, that they do. Their intro is pretty solid. It, it, is, it is and it sucks though and this is something that like i have to just respect too is that my son in the four years that he's been there i've never been down there for like any kind of visit i i drove him down there i picked him up once and i dropped him off at one time and both times he's like out like he would he, i'm he not allowed to hang out so like my ex has been down there for parents weekend for the dad's day for the frat house has gone to like i don't know if he's gone to any games but he at least gets to go down there me nothing so i feel like this weird like disconnect that i never got a chance to experience like you know you know the virginia tech in any way because my son's like sorry mom like you cannot hang out down here i remember i think the last time my ex was down there was dad's day for the frat house and I guess all the girls were hanging out, like all the sorority girls. And they're like, oh, Mr. Boris, like, cause he's a good looking guy. And, you know, I guess he would be considered a DILF, I guess. <laughs> and, I'm sure they referred to him. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. And so they're like flirting and they're like, oh, Mr. Boris. And they're like, and they're like, Nick, what's your mom like? It, you know, and I guess my ex is like, well, you know, she, I was married. He goes, well, we're not married, but she is very attractive or something to that respect. I was like, it was very sweet that like, he like complimented me. But then my son goes, uh, yeah, girls, um, you'd be already initiating, initiating her in your sorority if she were right here now. So that's why she's not here. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the reason why he's trying to keep the frat boys from talking about you. He's, that's why. Yeah. For me. And then he's like, knows that I would be best friends with all the girls. And he does, he likes to keep that very much like, you know, like doesn't want his mom to know like who, I mean, there is one girl that I'm allowed to like know about and she'll like, if he's with her, she'll, he'll send me like a selfie with her. She connected with me on LinkedIn the other day. I was oh, like, look who connected with me on LinkedIn. <laughs> but as far as like that, yeah, I, I'm, they all follow me on social media too. So he just, he hates that. So yeah. You that's mentioned fun. he was smart. He's trying to keep you away from Yeah. Sounds yeah. like Oh, my daughter the other day, she calls me. And once again, I'm super transparent. She calls me and I was like, oh, I'm going out. I met this guy. Like, and she goes, okay, is he age appropriate? And I go, yeah, he's older than me. She goes, okay, okay. Cause she's like, you're, cause she calls me a cougar. So she, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, okay, cougar. Like, here we go. I'm like, hey, don't get it twisted. I'm like, I still like him younger. And she's like, okay, mom. <laughs> so many things. So many yeah. things we can open up there, but we're going to let, we're going to leave it. Uh, but yeah, See, that's how I, don't, I don't even know how I asked my last rapid rush request after that. We've got off the rails. You try and bring it back after that. We're talking about dilfs and cougars and all. No, I like I like to like go out with a bang. Okay. Absolutely, I think that I think that's that's the way to you can't top this. This is this is the perfect way to end it. You're right. Now I really hope that no one listens to any of this. <laughs> oh no, we got plenty we of listeners in, in Europe. One more than any other one we've promoted for before. sure. 
Oh my gosh. You guys want the tea? Listen to this freaking podcast. <laughs> we could we could end it on a high note with that with with the with cougar conversation. Cougar. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap, my friend. All in all, I think Raquel was a fantastic guest for uh, the Value Nation listeners. If you haven't already, make sure to go out and uh, turn on the little bell icon for the notifications on when the new episodes are dropping. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or wherever else you get your podcast content. Don't forget about IG, TikTok, and Facebook, of course. You can always go over there and see some of the new things we're doing, whether on the road, what kind of hairstyle Schwartz has for the day, all the usuals.